0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host,
1: David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Xi Jinping gets a third term, blessing or curse. Wasn't it Stalin who said that he did not have to pick the voters if he was able to choose who counted them? The Chinese Communist Party and Xi Jinping have a different approach. They handpick all of the 2,300 delegates to the Communist Party gathering, so have sorted out how they will vote ahead of time. There was some speculation over Xi Jinping's ability to secure another term, but I do not think that anyone really doubted that he would. He is in control. He says that he wants stability. His opening remarks lasting over two hours did not really provide much information that China followers did not know. He will extend current policies that include COVID lockdowns, stronger military, reserving the right to take Taiwan with force, anti-corruption measures have been used if as a political weapon against Xi's opponents. That opposition has always stayed under the surface and there is no expectation that it will become more public now. There is unrest in China, but it arises from grievances from the people over issues that negatively impact their lives rather than an organized political movement. The state runs things in China, and Xi Jinping argues that it is an advantage for the country as it can pursue its policy management without interference from elements of democracy. I think that the Chinese economy has inflated into a bubble. If their economy was free enterprise, supply, demand, free market force driven, that bubble would be burst by now. Beijing has had the wherewithal with which to inflate their economy by leveraging it beyond all previous economic measures for a major economy. They're forecasting 5.5% growth because that is what it requires for them to achieve their political economic goals instead of what is reality. They need 3% growth just to keep the bubble inflating. The World Bank now sees global growth to expand by just 2.8% in 2022. Interestingly enough, the 22 other nations in the Asian region are forecast by the World Bank to score 5.3% growth. Unemployment of Chinese youth hit 19.9% in July. It has a demographic population problem, resulting from their one-child policy that they have changed to a three-child policy as a result. It was probably easier for the government to dictate a one-child policy than it is to get Chinese families to have three children. The one-child policy was skewed to males, and it takes females to have kids. The fertility rate of 1.16 in 2021 was below the OECD standard of 2.1 needed to sustain a stable population. Chinese demographics are a bomb imploding future economic growth. If you thought that our COVID policy was bad, China's was much worse. The primary reason for aggressive Chinese employment of lockdowns is that their COVID vaccine doesn't work. And if you let the virus permeate their population, the sick and the dead would be horrendous and unsurvivable by the regime. They cannot back off from zero COVID without becoming unstable and unsafe. Globalization provided China the opportunity to urbanize and employ masses of people. The need for job creation is not abated. But the trend toward globalization sure has One could argue that the world economy has entered deglobalization where the supply chains that favored China will be replaced by something else. Donald J. Trump imposed tariffs of 7.5% to 25% on Chinese goods worth $370 and Biden has not removed any of them. Doing so would help U.S. consumers with inflation, but he doesn't want to help China. Instead, they are imposing sanctions and barriers to block China from getting technology that it needs to spur both its industry and military. China has a technology problem. Xi Jinping equates the problem to security, which is the new mantra coming from the Communist Party. They are pledging to strengthen security. Mao promised to make people revolutionaries. Deng Xiaoping promised to make them rich. Xi Jinping is promising to keep them safe. Part of keeping them safe is to keep them well fed. There has been Chinese consumer protest over the fallout from the real estate recession, but nothing like they would see if somehow the Communist Party failed to feed the people well. Jinping promises, The goals include building up supply chain resilience, raising productivity, ensuring that enough food is available to feed the world's most populous nation, expanding domestic demand, and narrowing the wealth gap between various regions, including rural and urban areas. U.S. farmers would very much like to help Xi Jinping feed his people. If you've been listening to the Comstock Report, for more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.
0: For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com.